The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Good. Another episode of The Sweet Life. Malik Rashid here with my dog, Chief Johnson. What's good, bro? What's the word, man? Been a minute, been a minute. Man, too long. Feels like too long, but, you know, it's just a couple of weeks. What's good, What's good with you? Back in, uh, you back at the crib? Yeah, back at the crib. The Vegas was dope. Crazy weather, though. It took us 16 hours to get from Vegas back to California. Like, I ain't never seen no, no, no storms like this before. I mean, thank God we got back safe. I guess it's good because it's, it's helping a little bit with the drought that, you know, California's been in for many, many years. So I ain't going to complain too much, but I'm ready for some spring and summer. <laughs> I'm definitely ready for some summer weather like this lets me know i definitely couldn't live in uh seattle or london or oregon or none of them places where you know 50 percent or whatever the years torrential downpour not me at all i'd be fucking depressed bro but um nah it's all good the sun is out you know what i mean so many things would be uh to uh to, to sit in gratitude hold space for gratitude you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, just want to jump into uh, this conversation, man. Jump in, you know, let's, let's just talk about whatever. You know, nothing specific. What's, what, what's on your mind specifically today? Man, just, just trying to really catch up with all, all things going on in sports, you know, from NBA, NFL, free agency. But, I mean, really, like, you know, all the stuff that's going on in collegiate athletes, you know, especially on the men's side and um, these uh, senseless deaths and 
know, it's just, it's just, it's just really, it's really sad, man. Like, you know, especially, I mean, no, no instance is worse than the other, but I was just seeing Jalen Carter from UGA. They issued an arrest warrant for him. And, you know, you're talking about a guy that's supposed to go potentially number one, number one off the board. Yeah. If not top three, for sure. Um, and, you know, his life potentially is going to change, really going to change dramatically. Um, you know, the other kid at um, Alabama, Brandon uh, Miller. Yeah. You know, with another with, what uh, top top 10, top five pick. Um, yeah. I just like I, I, I you know, obviously we don't know all the ins and outs, but. I know that you know. Obviously, uh, he he was he was asked by his teammate to bring a gun to the teammate, and then that teammate killed someone. Um, and then, which is shocking to me, is that he's still on the court. I'm not judging him. I don't know Brandon. I don't know his family. I don't know his circumstances. But I feel like it's a little different. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like someone asked you to bring a gun to them. There's there's nothing, you know, he, he wasn't asking you to bring him a rifle so he could go camping. I mean, excuse me, go hunting. He's asking you to bring him a firearm. The other part of it is, is you have to have some sort of awareness and just be like, yo, first of all, like I'm I'm potentially putting my future I am putting my future in your hands by giving you, handing you a gun and then whatever can go happen. You know, I'm sort of the conduit. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't I don't get the I don't get the uh, I don't get the thinking. And I, I feel as if like. You know. We pick and choose the things that we are upset about, like, right, like everybody's like, oh, you know, uh, whatever, when Deion Sanders was, you know, a couple of months ago leaving Jackson to go to Colorado, everybody's up in arms, but nobody's up in arms about this kid who gave someone a handgun and then proceeded two days later to do a, a as he's, you know, being introduced, does a skit where he's getting patted down. Like, are fucking tone deaf? Like, what are, what yeah. are we talking about right now? Like, yeah, and I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if it's like because in college athletics, kids are no longer going to school, especially star athletes are no longer going to school for four years. Are the coaches, are the counselors, are people not pouring into them as much because they're like, oh, they're going to be here for a year of school or maybe two years, like. I feel like the mentorship and coaches being an extension of a parent, a parent, you know, and the staff being there, like what is going on behind the scenes that are making these kids feel like I need to have a gun at school in New Mexico. And like you said, the lack of judgment to why a friend would call you and say, bring me a gun for you not to think like, what you're obviously going to do be doing something that's putting everybody in jeopardy you know i i just feel like man that there's that there's the michigan state tragedy there's you know uh the kid at the new mexico state you know mike peak that killed that other student 
Like what is going on behind the scenes that that is wreaking havoc on these young men's life to cause them, you know, to to make such terrible decisions. I think where's the accountability at? Yeah, I think I think I think, you know, you touched upon it. We are we are we are removed from the days of, you know, John Shaney at Temple. We are removed from the days of John Thompson at Georgetown, Dean Smith at North Carolina, uh, you know, Coach K. Coach who, yeah, guys that were like, yo, like, hold up. There's a standard academically, but more importantly as, uh, and I'm sure all programs have their, their moments, but more, more often than not, it was about, yo, you're going to show up and you're going to, first of all, I'm going to help you develop as a man, as mm-hmm. just a person, and then I'm going to help you uh, develop your skill set and help you when you leave here, hopefully you'll know how to navigate the next part of your life. You know, I've, I've helped you at least get you started on your way. And then again, the accountability to yourself, to teammates, to the university, it feels like that's, that's long gone. And I think one of the reasons that we have that is because you, again, like you said, the players are there, especially NCAA basketball, it's one and done. And now that they've introduced NIL to sports period, um, you, you further create just fucking chaos because now you got college athletes getting paid. Listen, I believe everybody should get their money. I, I have no problem with a kid getting his money. I have no problem with a kid, you know, being able to take care of his family. As soon as people are making money off of him, he should be able to, you know what I mean, tap into that and be able to, you know, help out his family. I was watching, uh, 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 I was re-watching uh, the documentary um, Stand with Chris Jackson, now Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, and he was, you know, he, he, he declared early because he said he went home one weekend to his mom's house and he was just washing his face in the basin and he put his hand on the sink and the sink just fell to the ground, right? And and uh, and then there was no heat and there was literally no food in the refrigerator and all these things. And he was like, yo, I need to you know, I'm on the front of Sports Illustrated. I'm eating a number of meals a day. I'm traveling. I got, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I get I get all of these things um, due to my due to my God given talent. Um, and so, again, I'm back. I'm, I'm OK with players receiving money. I think that they need to find a different way because one, you put a, a target on the player's back, right? Because that the kid who's the incoming freshman who's you know signed for a million dollars and doesn't have someone telling him like, "Yo, man, don't don't pull up in the school in the G wagon, don't pull up in the school in the Phantom or the Benz, like pull up in the pull up in school in a cool car." have some clothes on your back, but still you are amongst teammates that are not getting what you're getting. And it needs, like, you know what I'm saying? You need to like, you just need to know how to navigate it, man. It's just, it's just, it's terrible. It's, uh, again, the schools, I think that they, because they're, the kids are only there one year or not, not even a full year sometimes, especially again, basketball, it's just for that season. 
you're not you're not seeing you're not you're not seeing the mentorship. You're not mm. seeing, like you said, the extension, uh, you know, a surrogate father or something like that. You're not getting that. And you, and you don't have any players that are on the team that are in their third and fourth year because they're older. You know, everybody's yep. gone. Yeah. Even with the NIL stuff in the in the bread, you know, adult athletes who are signing big time contracts still have to go home and take care of family and people. And that's pressure on an adult. Now you're asking a 17, 18 year old who's getting a little money in his pocket to be able to like, you know, navigate this money and uh-huh. navigate fame. It's, uh-huh. And it's just a lot. And I don't think the sports Institute period from, you know, I'm sure they do a little bit of a better job now at the professional level, but the collegiate level, we know it's always been a money-making thing, and there are amazing coaches, I'm sure, and amazing, you know, um, mentors. But there needs to be things in place now that is really, really trying to help guide these kids, man. Because if you can't, if you can't find that in your coach, and you know the people on campus, like, what about your brothers on the team? You know, you don't have nobody that's telling you like, yo, what are you, what are you, what are you packing for anyway? Like, and what it, are you? And you again, know? yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And again, I think it's the way this is all set up. Even now, you got the transfer portal, right? So the transfer portal is basically the coach said something to me I didn't like. I want to leave. I'm not gonna start. I'm gonna leave. Yo, what happened to the days of like? Okay, you didn't start as a freshman. You didn't start as a sophomore. I'm specifically right now. I'm talking to the gridiron. I'm talking between the hash marks football. But like in your third year, you started. You still were an All American. Then your fourth year, you were back, and you were still a high draft pick. You got your degree. You got some life lessons. Four years of college. You waited your turn. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and listen, there's no problem with you not having to wait your turn. If you have that ability and you can go out there, because there's we know there are anomalies. There are a lot of anomalies. There are a lot of great athletes. But it's just, again, there's no there's no uh, there's no responsibility. Everybody is just like there's entitlement. Oh, I'm not playing. I'm not this. I'm leaving. I'm going to go get me a bag somewhere else. I'm going to go get somebody else who's going to give me a little bit more. And I get the, again, I get the business part of it. But there's got to be, you know, uh, uh, there's got, I understand now in hindsight where, why there used to be rules like, okay, you transfer, you got to sit out a year. Are you going to lose that year? Because if you allow just this to just happen, somebody can just get in a transfer portal just, just so easily and just, and then we're going to be creating superpower teams in collegiate sports like yeah. we are in the NFL. Well, if you look at it, I mean, a lot of the athletes that they're at their top of their game didn't go to huge colleges, were behind somebody else, mm-hmm. um, had to put in that work. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you look at a Josh Allen, you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at John Morant, you know, he didn't go to Duke, he didn't go to Murray you know State. I mean? He went to Murray State. He put in that work, you know, and it's it's about that. Again, you always say you can't circumvent the work. And I think because the power, the, the pressure of social media and our pride and mm-hmm. our, um, 
you know, you're being you the man in high school, so you walk on the campus and you think you're automatically supposed to be that person there too. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of things and it all comes down to mental to me, man. It's it's there are people that are strong enough to handle that mentally and can navigate that, but there are a lot of kids and a lot of adults who can't do that. So what are these things that are actually put in place to help that? You know what I mean? And that's why I love what Dion is doing. You talked about Dion. He's very transparent. He's very, you know, hard on these, but he has expectations. You know what I mean? He holds. How do you feel about the statement he just made? About uh, the defensive. <laughs> the and the two parent home quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's controversial. Um, it's pretty crazy to say, but I mean, it, it, I, I I don't agree with it because you know that's not something you celebrate. I don't think like you don't like as a kid growing up in a non two parent home, you don't be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like at least I can go play defensive end. <laughs> you know, like you're not. That's nothing to, to celebrate. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I think those kind of things are detrimental. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think those kind of things, those are the kind of narratives and and things we got to get away from, man. You know what uh-huh. I mean? You, so Because uh-huh. a kid could take that and be like, oh, I didn't come from a two-parent home, so I guess I'm not good enough to play quarterback. And it's crazy to think that people wouldn't, you would think nobody's dumb enough to think like that. And it's, that's not true, though, because we listen to especially stars and celebrities and people that we look up to a lot of the things they say hold so much weight. So uh-huh. a kid who's highly impressionable may take that and be like, oh, I'm from a single parent home, uh-huh. so you know I can't go play for him there. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so we have to get away from those things, man. Again, and I, I hope, you know, I wish we can stay away from those things that make the headlines that are all about like headlines, and and really start figuring out how do we implement more mental health things for these kids? How do we make sure, like, even if we know they ain't going to be at school for more than a year, you know, how do we we set them up to be successful and not make bad decisions? You know, we all go through it. They're kids, right? They're kids, yeah. You know, so they need a little bit more extra. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I, I I just pray and hope, like, the NCAA is looking at this and being like, okay, what can we do? What do we need to do to implement this to make sure that we're setting these kids up for whatever their path is, whether it's professional or after school or, you know, they may not make it like setting them up for success. Yeah. Yeah. No, you I also think that it's got to be it's got to be the responsibility of. um, Of the, you know, again, some of the coaches, I'm not saying that coaches can. They're not, you know, they're they're human too. But, you know, these coaches recruit these players and tell these parents that, again, you're getting an extension of your household by allowing your son, daughter, or whoever to come and play for me. And I think that they should be held to to that, you know, taking a task about that. Like, okay, so if this was, you know, the coach, you, if I'm the co- if I'm talking to the coach, I'm, so this is, you know, this is my child, but now this is your child. I need you to make sure he's in class. And if he's not in class, you need to call me. 
I don't I don't need you. Not the not the third time that it happens, not when it becomes public and it's on the ticker across ESPN that, you know, he hasn't been going to school. And there's these things that led up to all this trouble early on. Also, you know, again, if the parents can, because everybody's situation is different, you know, um, if they can be. But again, that's why they say it takes a village. You need you need a cohesive village. So, again, the coach. The parents or parent or whatever the circumstances is, circumstances are, you just need to develop um, a circle, again, a village around these kids, community around these kids, communities that genuinely care about them far after that they, they leave that campus. You know what I mean? Because the kids already feel away. You know, they feel all of them. You can tell whether it's I mean, the branding now starts in ninth and 10th grade and there's all these big deals and everything. So like the love of the game. It, it's got to be there as much as the love of, you know, the money and all these other things. And I just I think we're all kind of like I think people are blinded by the money and just kind of like, yeah, that's OK. He's you know, I'm not. It, it's okay because of the money. Like that behavior is acceptable. Um, so I, again, I, I want to see more. Uh, I want to see more community around these players, um, and uh, we just we we gotta hold people to higher standards because yeah. as soon as these kids go left, it's over for them. You know what I mean? They're nailed to the cross, and they may yeah. not get a second chance. So before it gets to that, like let's. Again, let's pour into them. Let's help them. So I want to see more community around the kids, man. Yeah, and the kids got to be more coachable. And the media needs to be more coachable um, (laughs) because they add a lot of fuel to the fire also, too. Mm -hmm. Just in general, man, like we we have to remember that behind everything, we're all human. And we all need compassion and grace and love and sometimes that love is tough love mm-hmm. and again going back to when you're talking about the transfer portal and these things like these kids like you said the coach if i was the coach that kid from alabama and he did that pat down he would have i'll just send him right back to the to to um the, the locker, locker room, room. yeah playing a night yeah you, know you ain't playing like, for a couple nights how come nobody's interviewing the coach like why is this kid still playing that's the kind of journalism we should be asking yeah. You know, regardless of what's going on, why was, you know, Jalen Carter, if that happened in January, why was he able to, you know, um, like all these, these things, man. And then it comes out during draft time and this kid's life is probably ruined no matter what's going on. Like he's not getting drafted now. You know what I mean? You think? Um, absolutely not. You can't. What, what is, what is the, what, I don't know what the warrant was for. Reckless driving. And I think somebody Died. I know, I know, I know mm-hmm. the, uh, so I know that his teammate and the girl who was the sports, yeah, whatever, at, at his school, they died in the crash, but he was in a separate car. I guess they were racing. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know what that carries or whatever. It's just, it's just sad, period, just you sad. know. But, it's you just, know, again, like the NFL is a little bit. A little bit different because it's such a it's only about business right mm-hmm. and it's like do you they look at those things character right you mm-hmm. know what i mean like 
you're young, but and our character is looked at a little, a little bit different, right? Little, we don't get, yeah. we don't get the kind of grace that a lot yeah. of other people get. Yeah, you know. But again, it's like the decision making. You know, you have to, you know, instill in these these kids at a young age the decision making. At this age, affects everything moving forward. What do they say? Something that takes a couple of seconds can affect your whole life. Yeah. Just a couple of seconds. So, yeah. yeah. And I pray, you know, I, I hope that these young men, women, or whoever, you know, they're going through these things that they learn. It's a, it's a teachable moment, maybe really, really huge, and that they can salvage, you know, their uh-huh. life out of it and understand that life's not over. Uh-huh. But this is going to throw you a curveball uh-huh. and how you proceed forward with that is, is going to be the testament because a lot of the other thing with these kids and why it's so important to have mentorship and people behind you is that you tend to think life is over when something happens like this. You know what I mean? And yep. we have to show people that, no, nah, this doesn't have to mean life is over. This could be a renewal. This could a be reset. A reset. This could be you can still chase your dreams. You can still go out and be the best you can. So don't continue because a lot of kids that get in trouble and then they're like, I'm, I might as well just keep, keep messing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, and listen, we, me off, you know? we go through that. We go through that as adults. If you've been at, you know, you've been in, a, in my case, an executive at a major corporation and, you know, you're relieved of your duties and you're like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's also how we sort of sometimes we're we don't we're not even aware of it but that's how we like define ourselves by that title I'm the vice president or I'm the senior executive vice president or I'm the COO like and and so when those things you know when there when when there's a change and we're no longer that title is no longer attached to you you feel you can feel you know, you can feel empty, you know, if you don't have like, if you don't have a base and if you don't have, and even if you have a base shit, if you like, it's just, it, 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 it can cause some real turbulence. So with that said, um, we, uh, we all need, again, like you said, we all need grace, empathy, and um, we need to understand, like you said, that it's not over. It can be a reset. It can also be uh, used, utilized as a tool to help you maybe discover your real voice, something maybe to, to discover that, to hear. Because in, in those times of turbulence, that's when you really finally sit down and like begin to take stock in a number of things. And in doing so, you will identify the things that are truly important and hopefully you pour into those to those things and out of that springs your real calling yeah. you know what i mean so again it it could be it it can it can be a reset and not to say it's going to be that dramatic in you know Jalen Carter's case or you know hopefully the kid you know uh, he will learn a tremendous amount from this moment and it will teach him to keep the people who really care about him extremely close and uh, help him make better decisions. 
and he will go into the NFL and, you know, hopefully have an amazing career, Hall of Fame career or whatever is going to happen. But again, um, it's just about we all got it. We, we, we all need this. We all need to um, from time to time take moments and reset. I think the resets are actually even like weekly for myself. Like I'll be at the end of the week or maybe in the middle of the week. And I'll just like need those moments to sit back and just sort of assess like how I'm moving, things that I want to improve on. Just there's, there's a number of things, but you you got to you got to stay close to you if that makes sense you got to stay close you got to stay trying to re all the time like you know it's an ongoing process and um so if we have to go through it as adults imagine what these kids go through but again we we have to we have to um we we also have to not be afraid to sort of if you want to call it a testimony to have those kind of moments, because those moments of you being radically transparent um, and not acting like you're sitting perched atop somewhere and being condescending, but being transparent, those moments help kids. Those moments help other people with you being honest about what you've been through. It helps them. So, yeah, I hope we see um, get get yourself some real ones around you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's such an old saying, but like, you sh- you show me the people around you, and I can tell what kind of person you're gonna be or who yep. you are. You know, um, yeah. And, and just especially for for young adults, man, like it's your proximity. You know, proximity a lot of times can, can make or break you. There's a lot of people probably sitting in prison or dead because you know they were they're around the wrong people. You know, yeah. I've been a you know I, I was I'm a testament of that. Like growing up spend a lot of time around the wrong people and mm-hmm. always not necessarily about violence but it could be the way you think about yourself your outlook on life you know um, your motivation and drive you know mm-hmm. so again like being allowing teachable moments aligning yourself with people who have goals and visions and they don't necessarily you don't have to be around Everybody wants to play D1. You may have a friend who wants to be an architect. This guy wants to be, you know, a doctor. But just people who have goals and dreams and are in line in, 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 in what, you're, what you're trying to do, your wavelength. And um, that helps. You know, life, like you said, life is going to life. There's always going to be circumstances. But understand your circumstance right now doesn't have to dictate, you know, your future. If you up. Yep. So. Speaking of speaking of great, you know, like having mentors and um, yeah, great people to sort of model yourself after. And that, and when, when I say that, that doesn't mean someone's perfect. But um, being that it's Women's uh, History Month, um, I saw an amazing piece on C. Vivian Stringer, who is uh, I think she's the current coach at Rutgers, but she's coached at like three or four different universities. Mm-hmm. But her first job was at a school called Shaney in Philadelphia, and she is the the only Division One coach to take a historically black college to the Final Four. They played in the Final Four in 1982 against Louisiana Tech. They lost, 
but they played in the final four, a historical black college who didn't have any sort of, you know, didn't have the same, you know, facilities and all these different things. And um, yeah, they ended up playing in the final four. I saw it. So with that being said, like, you know, to the Vivian Stringers, to the uh, uh, Don Staley's, you know, uh, who's at South Carolina, who is now becoming the coach. I love Don Staley always. She was just Don Staley was it, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, no, but just uh, celebrating women. And we've had amazing women on our show, whether it be Liz Hernandez, Drika Gates, Nicole, Ashley Calhoun, um, Kiki Palmer, um, Micaiah Green, Lexi Underwood. You know, we've been fortunate enough to share um, to share energy and um, our platform with those fantastic women. So I wanted to make sure that we, you know, um, gave, uh, gave, uh, gave them their due. And, and then also the women, you know, around us in our lives, mothers, uh, uh, mothers of children, of our children, um, people, you know, other women that we know, man, like I, I'm, you know, huge advocate for, uh, for, for, for women, Obviously, being a dad, you know, dad to a daughter, you know, what they say, a, a daddy, a girl dad and all of that. Like, uh, so again, wanted to make sure that we recognized way beyond this day, you know, the, just the contributions that have been made on so many fronts by women, women of color. Um, but yeah, just women just wanted to, 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 to take a moment and celebrate absolutely, them. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Celebrated all month. Yeah, man. Um, all month. Dope ch- chopping it up, catching up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, we appreciate yeah. um, all of our our, fam- our our family, our community, who's uh, wrapped their arms around a sweet life. You know, I think we're close to going on six months, which, you know, is seems like a lot longer. Episode 24. You know what I'm saying? Big Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Um, Big Kobe, even though I got yeah. the eight. But, yeah. yeah make you sure know. you... Uh, you know, subscribe, download wherever you get your podcast at, and um, we're gonna continue to 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 push what we're doing, and that's positivity, love, advocacy, and um, yeah. we'll see y'all soon. Peace, A sweet life. Let's go, sweet life. All right, appreciate All right, you, bro. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.